0: Have you ever wanted to be held a little more accountable for reaching your business goals? Do you ever feel like maybe you need an extra set of eyes on a project? Or do some days you just need someone to tell you that you're doing a good job? If you answered yes to any of those questions, I hear ya. Being an entrepreneur can be isolating. Whether you run a Fortune 500 company or a small one-room massage studio where you are the sole practitioner. What I've learned over the years is that it's so much easier to reach your goals when you have others around you working towards similar goals. People willing to cheer you on and help pick you up when you fall. Over the years, I've had many different types of accountability partners. Some were fellow massage therapists, and some were not. Some entered for short periods of time while others stuck around for years. And the thing is, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I would not be where I am today if it were not for these amazing souls who crossed my path. So today I thought it would be really fun to bring one of these amazing souls onto the podcast to talk about our experience of holding each other accountable for the big dreams we set out for ourselves. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to Bethany Dykman of Strength Love Birth. Bethany is a doula who also runs the blog Strength Love Birth, and in her spare time from the demands of all things birthing, she helps entrepreneurs with their Facebook ads. Bethany, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. It's so much fun to have you. Align with the Massage Business Mama comes to you with a combined 22-plus years experience in the massage biz as entrepreneurs, providing actionable tips and resources you can implement today. Becca, an off-grid living, quirky, trail-running massage therapist, esthetician, and yogi offers her business and wellness perspective to you with highly caffeine-fueled, compassionate wit. Allie, your hard-working, driven, creative mom, massage therapist, business owner, lover of friend gatherings, all-time annual family talent show winner, brings her drive and business savvy to every episode. So Bethany and I met at a blogging conference back in 2018. And along with six other female entrepreneurs, we formed a mastermind group, which met once a week via freeconferencecall.com for two years. And together, we learned new skills, brainstormed ideas, and encouraged each other through highs and lows. After a while, our group kind of dwindled and it morphed a little bit. But still, Bethany and I, we meet consistently to hold each other accountable because we intend to achieve big things, yep and it's way easier to do that when you have support. So Bethany, I guess I was just hoping maybe you could share with our listeners what it is that you get from being in an accountability pod with me
1: That's a great question. Um, I am a stay-at-home mom, so one of the things that helps me a lot is to speak to other people who are working and I don't because I don't get that in my day-to-day life. I'm with kids most of the time. So having a weekly call on my calendar where I talk to Allie is something that I look forward to and that motivates me to work on projects that I might find easy to set aside if I didn't have um, her breathing down my neck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think Bethany and I are sitting across from each other right now and Bethany has been visiting me for the last couple days and I think that she's really annoyed with me because I keep pushing her and I'm like, okay, that video you've been talking about making, we're making it today and you've never taken a yoga class. You're coming with me to yoga. So she probably really hates me right now. (laughs) I am completely
1: annoyed and I love it at the same time.
0: (laughs) So I had a few tips that I thought that maybe we could kind of go over for creating a successful accountability group. So um, Bethany, does that sound good to go over some tips? I would love to do that. Okay. So my first one is number one, find people who are trying to achieve similar things in their business. So while you don't have to be on the exact same journey, like I said, many of the people that are in accountability groups like Bethany, she's not a massage therapist. We're obviously not on the exact same journey. Um, And don't have the exact same profession, although you could be in in a group with someone who has the same profession and kind of desired outcomes. What I'm saying, though, more is that you just want to make sure that there's some overlap. So like Bethany and I, when we met, we met at a blogging conference. We were both bloggers. So even though we were blogging about different subjects and our family at home lives looked a little differently, Bethany being a stay-at-home mom who homeschools her kids, um, there there was some common goals that we were both trying to achieve. All right. Number two, I say that consistency is key. So figure out a time to meet every week or month and then stick with it. Because when you start to switch things up too much, that's when you, be, you begin to lose momentum and motivation. And that's, that kind of defeats the whole purpose. So Bethany and I, we have definitely experienced this over the... How many years has it been now? We started in 2018. It's been uh, four years? Five, three years? Three years. Okay. Three years. Okay. <laughs> three years. Um, we've experienced that though, where, Mm -hmm. you know, we, we started to switch things up and like I said, our group started out really big and now there's, there's like three of us who are still pretty active. Um, and you know, things started to change and of course people's priorities change too, but, but keeping that consistency can really help you to have a little more success. Number three is to set up guidelines. So once you've established a time that works for everyone that's involved, set some guidelines to help ensure your meetings are productive. Maybe you check in with your highs and lows from the week, have each member take turns presenting a certain topic or discussing a course or book that has helped accelerate their growth, or you set a timer to allot each person a certain number of minutes to share whatever they feel like needs sharing. But by having guidelines, you're much more likely to have a more productive, fruitful time. And I think that when we don't have guidelines, that's when um, groups kind of start to lose their momentum because uh, people feel like maybe it's a waste of their time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Number four, be open to making changes. So I have been a part of groups that lasted for years, like with Bethany, and I've been a part of groups that were only around for a few months. So one quote that I just want you guys to think about is that some people come into your life for a reason and some for a season. So for myself personally, I am notorious for holding on to things for longer than I should. So you guys don't be like me. If a group is no longer serving you, either find a way to reignite that group or be comfortable moving on and finding a group that is serving you in this new stage. We all, we all move through different stages in our lives. And sometimes, you know, it's not that you don't love the people that you've been in these groups with, but you know, their lives are headed in a different direction than yours. And so it's just important to make sure to honor them. Um, Bethany, do you have any other tips that you want to share with our listeners about how to set up a successful accountability pod?
1: Yes, I do. One of the things that I think is really important, um, Allie and I were chatting about this is that having a mix of personality types can be very helpful. You don't necessarily want to be in a group with a bunch of people that all have the same strengths as you and the same weaknesses because sometimes you just muddle along and don't get much done. It's been great for me because I find motivation and external uh, support to have a group of people that really um, listens to what I'm doing and gives me um, motivation to get through to the next week. And it's been great to have Allie who is motivated differently and she takes me out of the box that I'm in and the way that I'm seeing things and really shows me all of the different ways I should be thinking about things and ways to move forward that I hadn't even thought of or noticed. So personality types, I think is important
0: to think about. I try not to shit on anyone. (laughs) Yeah. It's Um, great
1: to have different, different types of people.
0: um, So I I think it was really interesting because Bethany, as we were kind of discussing getting prepared for this episode, she was talking about um, a certain... What was the book called that you were talking about? The Four... The Four Tendencies by Gretchen Rubin. Okay. And so Bethany had us take this quiz. And basically what it revealed was that I am an upholder, mm-hmm. um, which means that I'm really internally motivated.
1: And also externally, right?
0: I think so, so yeah. hold you uphold all the all different
1: it. areas of your life. You yeah. try to meet those demands. Yeah.
0: And Bethany, you're what?
1: An obliger, which okay. means... I oblige other people's expectations, but fail sometimes to meet my own expectations. And I'm not really motivated to do the things I really want to do because I'm always trying to make other people happy.
0: So maybe it sounds really mean that I made her create a video yesterday, <laughs> but really I was just helping her to uphold her own goals for herself.
1: Yes. And I know that I need that. So <laughs> welcome <laughs> it
0: into my life. Even though she she procrastinated it, she was like, Allie, you're so annoying. <laughs> Any other tips that you want to share, Bethany?
1: Yes. I just think that having an accountability partner or pod is so great for just working in community. It is, it's no good to be working in isolation on something. I think that it, there's so much value in the community. And so it's not just about getting things done, but also in working together with other people and just building Beautiful relationships. It's totally important. Totally.
0: And I think so much as massage therapists that we do work in isolation. And so having that kind of strength behind people that really care about you um, is powerful and important. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So can we talk a little logistics now? One thing that you might be wondering at this point is where to find partners. So here is where you can get really creative. So maybe you find people locally Who you already know, uh, either former acquaintances or people you've met at different networking events, or you could connect with people you've never even met in person. So I've been part of accountability groups with people in England and Canada, Florida, California, all over the place. People I've never met in person, some that I've met in person, some that I've met from taking online courses together, um, through conferences, like I met Bethany and by gathering groups of old friends who have big dreams. So Bethany and I were also talking recently about how many Facebook groups you're in. How many Facebook groups are you in, Bethany?
1: Well, I'm not exactly sure. Facebook doesn't make it easy to find
0: that out, but I think it's somewhere around 400. That's (laughs) insane. (laughs) I love it. Um, So that's another tip is that you can, by these Facebook groups, I mean, there's a Facebook group for everything. So Getting into those Facebook groups that really speak to you or where you find yourself spending a lot of time and finding a lot of encouragement for whatever the topic is, that could be a good place to look for some partners. Do you have any other spots that you think that you could find partners? I really like the idea of
1: the conferences. The conferences, conferences yeah. is are great because everyone's there for the same reason. So you've already got a connection, and then you can feel that personal connection when you meet people that you really just click with some
0: people right away.
1: Yeah, and it's really easy to make friends that way and to carry it on into the rest
0: of your life. So I stalked Bethany to make sure that she was a part of our. So we were forming this mastermind. Like I said, there was eight of us in the beginning, mm-hmm. and um, Bethany was like she had a roommate at this conference that we met at, and. She kept, like, having dinner plans with her her roommate, and I kept trying to get her to come join us for dinner, this group that we were starting to form. So I really wanted her to be in it, and it was, like, the last day of the conference mm-hmm. when I finally got her to come join us.
1: They let me in the Cool Girls Club. The
0: Cool Girls Club, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so however you find a partner, and it might take time, then you're going to start to move into how to actually meet the logistics of how to actually communicate. So if you're working with people who live in a different area than your own, um, like I said before, we have used a free service called free conference call and that that's worked pretty well for us. Um, You could also use zoom. I've used zoom in the past, which one of the reasons I like the free conference call is because a lot of times is when I'm meeting with these people, I'm or these groups or these wonderful, amazing souls. um, I'm like in motion. I'm like either like doing the dishes or I'm, yeah. um, you know, driving my kids somewhere. And so I really like just getting on the phone call, but zoom has become increasingly popular. So zoom's an option. Another thing that Be- Bethany and I have used is Marco Polo, Oh yeah, Marco Polo, which the, the nice thing about Marco Polo is that you're not set to a specific time. So you can kind of, you can get back to the group when it's convenient for you. Yeah. And I
1: was going to say, we also combined it with a Facebook group We did. Which was helpful for when you just wanted to ask a quick question during the week or um, share a document or something like that. I wouldn't ever, though, just do a Facebook group. I started a small group, one-time accountability group a few years ago, just through Facebook, and it didn't really work. People don't check in enough, and there's not enough accountability. It has to be combined with some kind of a face-to-face or phone call call talking every week or every couple of weeks
0: for it to really work, I think. And I think sometimes part of the beauty of these groups is what comes out. Like I said, have that agenda, but I think some of the beauty is what comes out in kind of like the five minute check-ins or the like 10 minutes at the end of the call when you have just 10 extra minutes and you're just kind of randomly sharing random pieces of what's going on. But sometimes that's where you just really start to get to know the people And their personalities and like what people need in in their life and in the group, like with Bethany, you know, some of the, she likes to have that external motivation. So I know I can just put the burner on her and say, go. (laughs) (laughs) So Bethany, do you think that it's important for people to be like on the same stage of their business? Like, do you think it's important for like beginner business owners to meet with other beginning business owners? Uh,
1: yes and no, I would say. If if it, we're talking about beginners, I believe that um, like complete beginners, sometimes it's better to be in a group with just other beginners because you're all in the same stage together and it's hard. But once you've been working for over a year on uh, a kind of project or a business, it helps to have people in different stages and it's okay. In our accountability group, when we had um, seven or eight people at a time, There were people who were much farther ahead than I was, and I still felt like I was able to help them, give value to them, because there are certain things I know about, like say Facebook ads, or um, even just cheerleading that we can do, and we all pull each other along. And so it's good to have a stretch of people, but if you've been doing something for 10
0: years, I wouldn't say jump into a mastermind with someone who just started. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's It's interesting all the value that we do bring to the table. You know, sometimes it's just your personality like, you know, you're the person who pushes the meeting forward or you're the person who really dives into researching topics. And so you can you can come to the group with like all sorts of research pulled together or you're the bookworm who like has all the insight about, you know, all the greatest business learning books or podcasts available. Um, So regardless of the stage you're at, you still have value to add. Yeah, one of the ways that we capitalized on that in
1: our group was for a long time, we were assigned a week to share for 20 minutes about a certain topic that would be helpful to everyone. So we each had to prepare a presentation on how we use Instagram or, I mean, I can't even remember all Yeah, some of them we were bu- book, book reviews. Book yep. Yeah, that's a way we can all contribute and learn from each other.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think it was good practice too. I, I feel like one of the reasons that we did that was also so that... The person giving the presentation could get more comfortable with speaking in front of people and explaining ideas, because I think that that's something as business owners that we need to get good at is just presenting ourselves in a way that is understandable and relatable to the people around us. So yeah. um, so I think that that was really a huge benefit to having that piece to our group. Any other pieces that you feel like were really helpful to have for our group? that we've had within our group.
1: One of the things we did at first was just sort of everyone would just share where they were that week. And then later, I think we incorporated sharing goals and how far we moved towards that goal since the last week that we talked, which was, to me, that's the kind of accountability I was really looking for was sharing what I had done or hadn't done and why and how I could do better the next week to get that goal accomplished.
0: Yeah, I was a part of another accountability group for a long time where I had a worksheet that we would work through every week and it was the same format and it basically it one of the things that I loved about this and this is something that started in our mastermind group and it was making sure that we acknowledge a big win from our previous week because I think that sometimes we get so bogged down in our to-do list and the problems that occur within our businesses that we forget to celebrate those wins and really When you go back, what I love is I I still have that notebook from that accountability group and I go back and I look through all the wins and it's like, yeah, like so much was accomplished in that this last year or the last two years and I look through and I can see all of the wins. So that was one thing. And then, you know, just a whole sheet of like three goals for the week and big ongoing projects and then big goal, one big goal for the week. So some of it was like more task oriented. Some of it was big goals. Um, But taking the time to write that all out every week and then having it in a notebook to go back and look through. I love that idea. I just printed out a weekly accountability
1: sheet for myself and I have not, I don't remember to do it. I don't, because I don't have the internal motivation to do it for myself. I would love to incorporate that into a... Routine. A check-in, yeah, Yeah. with someone else. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. Um,
0: Anything else, Bethany?
1: Mm, I don't think so. I just think everybody that is an entrepreneur should be in some kind of accountability relationship, whether it's just another one other person or a group, it's really, really helpful.
0: I agree. I agree. Because otherwise you sometimes you feel like you're floating out there on an island and it's, it's hard. It's hard. You feel like you're not getting anywhere and it's just not true. There's so many people out there willing to be that personal cheerleader, willing to help you get out of that funk when you have that funky day. Um, you know, and, and it's reciprocal, you know, like I might have a funky day one day and a month later, Bethany has a funky day. And, you know, if we're both there for each other, it's, it's pretty awesome to have that support.
1: Yeah. Sometimes it's so nice to have someone just to remind you of the great things that you've done that you've forgotten about because you're so busy worrying about what you haven't gotten done or haven't accomplished.
0: Yeah. You're so busy in the trenches. Um, so however you choose to connect, these types of groups can be life changing. Not only is the encouragement unmatchable, but you will also shorten your learning curve. When several minds collaborate towards the same purpose, shortcuts are bound to occur. Someone in the group that you have may have the exact answer to something that you've been researching for days. Well, Bethany, thank you again for joining me today. Thanks for coming and visiting me, too. You're welcome (laughs) anytime. And uh, we'll see you later, listeners. Thank you so much for listening. And please reach out to us if you have any questions or topics you would like covered. We love suggestions. Find us at www.alignwiththemassagebusinessmama.com. Also, we wouldn't hate it if you were inclined to share or review our episode. Until next time, stay healthy, massage therapists.